Today, Bruce and I are joined again by Mike Collins. Uh, we set the tone for 2024 and ask some tough questions. I lay out my impossibles, and I also pose the challenge to you all of, are you ready to live an all-out life this year? Please enjoy episode 12 of the Ministry of Freedom Show. This is episode 12 of the Ministry of Freedom show. I'm Jim Motes. That's Bruce Coddington. That's Mike Collins. I am Mike Collins. That is correct. <laughs> Where were you looking? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> right, before we get rolling, <laughs> he's, try, he's trying to get the thing on. like on Ricky Lake. Yeah. Exactly. That's <laughs> another episode. So at the end of the show, we're not going to be going back to the like, share, and all that canned stuff. We're just going to kind of end the show. Um, Because I thought what would be even more productive is maybe talking about that early. So before we get rolling, and this is for you kind of and your people and the audience as well. I want to know if people are getting value from what we're doing. This is the 12th episode. So people can start getting a feel for, do I like this? Am I getting value? Am I tuning in because I've seen these guys or know them? Or is there real value here? So I think it's important that we get some sincere feedback because we want to get better and provide the best product we can. So leave comments, review, like, and most importantly, share the content so we can do our best to impact more lives. Yeah. Great. I found this quote and I wish I would have made it up, but I didn't, but I'm going to steal it and put it in right here. Speaking of impacting lives, God is still in the business of changing lives. I like that. So it didn't end years ago. It didn't end a couple weeks ago at Christmas. It's, he's still in the business of changing lives and maybe the show can help do that a little bit. So I initially planned for this episode to come out right away, the beginning of January on the second, but the Marco episodes, which are super important, ended up, I thought they were too important, too impactful to cut short or to cram into a single show. So obviously we extended those into a two-parter. So that's why this one got pushed off a little bit, even though it's going to be our beginning of 2024 show so to speak, kind of a look ahead and what 2024 entails for me personally for the show. And I would be interested in what you guys think your 2024 is going to entail, not just cheese ball resolution things, but other things. So I want to encourage everybody to go back and listen to those Marco shows because they're important. So it's time to look ahead to 2024 and what can be expected. Then I'm also going to ask a series of questions of the audience for the sake of self-reflection and to maybe establish a baseline for them. All good? Nope. Yeah. Okay. Here's a song you don't know. Okay. Neither do you. Okay. Old does not mean dead and new does not mean best. No hard feelings. I'm tired of being right about everything I've said. Yours does not mean mine. Kill does not mean die. We are not your kind. I challenge you to all out life. We're gathered here today to get it right. Repeat after me. I will not celebrate mediocrity. I will not worship empty shells. I will not listen to worthless noises. I will not subject myself to selected predictable choices. My time, my attention, my quality should not be bought and sold for convenience's sake ever. We are not your kind. I challenge you to all out life. Guesses? That is a song 
you know, because oh. uh, I thought maybe you would have cheated. Nope, I didn't cheat. Awesome. That is a song by Slipknot called oh. All Out Life. Oh. And I thought it's been on my mind for months as I've been, because I listen to this stuff a lot. And I'm like, man, All Out Life is good. I love that. Every year I try to have kind of a mantra or a what's the theme for the year thing. And um, All Out Life does it for me. So I thought that's what we're going to roll with for this year. So I did want to, obviously, it's a Christian-based program. So how to Slipknot and All Out Life, what scriptures can I find that we can discuss that might tie into that? Lo and behold, found a couple. So here's a couple that speak to me about the All Out Life mindset and mantra. First one's from John 10.10 from the Message Translation. It says, a thief is only there to steal, kill, and destroy. I came so they can have real and eternal life, more and better life than they ever dreamed of. Second one is from 2 Timothy 1.7 from the New Living Translation. Spoiler alert, tattooed on my left leg. For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. So All Out Life is my theme for 2024, and thus the theme and mission statement for the show and whatever related content might come up. So what does that mean to me? And I'd be curious, you guys pipe in, you know, what might it mean to you? To me, it means leaving nothing in reserve, and All Out Life can't be lived in the presence of fear or timidity. And it means to go all out and push beyond what's safe and comfortable, kind of in the red, race car kind of terms, right? Driving in the red. Yep. So that means for me, I'm going to work smarter and harder, train with more intensity, study longer, fuel my body better, and be the loudest version of me I can be. So not holding back. I'm not a big hold back person, but. 2023 wasn't a let's go into the red self-improvement live an all out type of life 2023 for me was kind of just holding on and i'm just so far over that crap so i think that because of that the pendulum is probably going to swing super far the other way in 2024 because it, yeah it made such a massive swing yeah it kind of like took me to places i'm like oh i'm kind of trying to figure it out and in survival mo- I, uh, I hate that <laughs> This is back to full freaking attack mode. And this year I'm going to attempt attempt some impossibles. And that's obviously it's impossible. It's just a figure of speech, but things that on the surface might be kind of crazy seeming. You can't do that. Exactly. Yeah. You can't, you can't do that. Yeah. A couple scriptures that I lean on when attempting the out of the box or impossible type of stuff. Matthew 19, 26. Jesus looked at them intently and said, humanly speaking, it's impossible. But with God, everything is possible. Philippians 4.13. For I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. So two things. God's kind of the backbone of this. And that's my thing. I don't start every show with let's pound that into the audience's head. But everything I am, have, and will do... I don't believe can get accomplished with just me apart from God. So that's kind of my, that's, that's just the given in the baseline that we operate from. So that's in both of these, but through Christ with God, there's nothing that's impossible. And I believe I can do everything. So my year has started out with this Jocko Willink, big fan, you know, yep. Jocko a little bit, a yep, little bit. Um, so Jocko's thing is discipline equals freedom. So he's got this deal that he did called 
uh, DEF reset. So discipline equals freedom reset. So started back on the first goes through the whole month. So today will be day nine. And it's got basically six categories. Some of these aren't a huge stretch for me because I was reading these. I'm like, man, I kind of do half of these. So let's do this program. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like You're I got a running start. start. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> right. So the first thing is get up early. And his thing is he's up at 4.30 every day. He doesn't say you have to be up at 4.30. And, um, but for me, that's I do that, but I'm going to continue to do that. And, and I think to be on a, a, a program or a reset for a month, if I'm used to getting up at 5.30, continuing to get up at 5.30 isn't really the spirit of the program. So I'm going to try to get up. I'm going to and have been getting up earlier than normal because I think that's important. And accomplish something before everyone else's day starts. Namely, get your training in. So your, your physical training. And so I do my devotional time, my physical training. That'll be my morning. You have to train every day for the entire 31 days. It doesn't have to be killer workouts and you're running 10 miles. And I mean, something every day. 45 minutes of some kind of movement, basically. Strength training. It could be body weight stuff, stretching, walk, or whatever. But you need to do it every day. Second category he calls prioritize and execute. And that is identifying and writing down the top three things you need to get accomplished that day. So you can do that as part of your morning routine. What are three things I need to get done today? They don't have to be life-changing things. Yeah. The important thing of that is writing it down. It because is. Because everybody yeah. does that and then yeah. can, they'll let that list slide yeah. a little bit. Yeah. By the, based on their feelings. And the, the writing down is the, is the prioritizing part. Mm -hmm. So what's the most important stuff I need to get done yeah, today? You have to give some thought to it. You yeah. have to actually lay out your day a little bit. And it gets you thinking strategically. So what's the big picture stuff that needs to get done? And then if some, some stuff needs to get pushed to the back, it can. So that's number two. Part three is clean fuel in your body and hydration. So establish a hydration and fueling plan and you can't deviate from it. Now, much like 75 hard, and we'll talk about that. You asked me about that off air. Yep. We get to set what that nutrition plan is. So it's not, you have to eat carnivore. You have to, it, you get to set what it is, but you need to be reasonable about it and have it be sugar or something. Yeah. That's next. Yep. But yeah. So <clears throat> my plan that I've come up with is, so every day is a gallon of water. And here's what my nutrition's consisting of meat, fruit, veggies, eggs, nuts, this protein powder that I have, I can make protein shakes with it, but just with water, you know, not whole yeah. milk. And so it's just, just with water and then good fats. So healthy oils, avocado, um, maybe some somewhat healthy salad dressing. So some good fats and then uh, coffee, tea, and some honey. So that's what's going in my body. Yeah. That's my deal for January. Category four of this program is no sugar-coated lies. I love, he calls it that. that. That's yeah. good. So anybody that knows me at all knows this is kind of the problem and has been the problem. So everybody at this table. Are you a sweet guy? Yeah. Do you eat? <laughs> I'm really nice. What a I'm told all the time. Okay. He's adorable. So, <laughs> no, no cookies. That's the word is usually used. So no cookies, candy, ice cream, donuts. Um, I'm out. Yeah, you know, I don't really Frappuccinos do that and, you know, the crap at Starbucks yeah. and, and all that. You didn't, so none of that stuff. Uh, category five, he calls it back to the book. So you need to spend time daily on your personal development. Well, what does that mean? It doesn't have to be super strict, but reading, 
preferably not fiction just for this portion. I mm-hmm. like to read fiction too, but that'd be in addition to this journaling, reflecting, meditating, whatever. And I was thinking, Hey, I kind of knock that out in the morning every day anyway, and have for, I don't know how many yeah. decades. So that's important as well. But if people don't do that and start, that's a, that's a huge one. That, that's super helpful. The last one's interesting and he calls it remember. Make your day count in honor of those that paid the ultimate sacrifice. So he's a military guy. That's his background. Uh, and think about something you're grateful for each day. So it's a, it's a gratitude exercise. Yeah. And for me, that's kind of, I think you need to write that down too. That's so Jocko. Isn't it? Yeah. 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 So this stuff is all him, right? So that's my plan. That's what I'm doing. Um, I'll report back periodically. <laughs> well, only 31 days though. So it's 31 days. Yeah. Only <laughs> seems a little dismissive. <laughs> it is. Well, I'm not doing it in February. Right. Seems doable. Yeah. It's because nothing's impossible. That's right. All right. All right. So I got more. All right. More 2024 stuff. So this is where right. you kind of am throwing stuff out there. You need to help me get this stuff done. Okay. <laughs> <All right. laughs> okay. You're now secretary as well. Vice versa. <laughs> so, huge pet peeve of mine, by the way. I was, man, I really bit my tongue and tried to gloss over this. It's vice versa. Okay. <laughs> vice versa. Vice versa. Vice no. it's, versa. It's vice versa. It's vice versa. Um, so t- more targets. So we're going to grow the show beyond kind of what we thought we were going to do. I don't have a metric to put on that. I tried to, um, but I think we have an idea and we had an idea a couple months ago when we started of maybe at this benchmark, it's this, and maybe it's this, and you probably have those more than I do, but whatever those are, we're going to blow those out of the water. That's one of the targets. And that's probably not just going to happen. And we're going to need to come up with some sort of Structured plan and idea to get <laughs> <You> there. <laughs> so when you have in, that. In order to help that, I need to, uh, one thing I discovered this week is I need to get better at explaining to you um, what, I, what I'm what i hoping to see. Uh, I've been kind of accidentally keeping those things secret. Oh. That'd be helpful. Because yeah. we get we start to hang out and then we start hanging out and we forget to talk about. Things Business. Yeah. The business <laughs> of the business. <laughs> All right. All right. So you got to keep me on that. All right. So thing two, so I wrote down targeted asset acquisition and wealth building. I need to buy some stuff. Okay. Targeted. Oh. Yeah. Some, some targeted stuff. Not as willy nilly. Not just, you know, at the home, at home store. Right. Uh, You know, some asset stuff. We need to figure out how to get some assets kicking. All right. I don't know what that looks like, um, but I need to buy some stuff. (laughs) Preferably (laughs) something that's making me some income in in different aspects and, and so acquiring some assets. I think it's important. Ready for the third one, Mike? I'm ready. I'm going to write and publish my first book. Wow. That's a big one. Yeah. That's one of the... So this is the first one that you've thought of that's probably impossible. (laughs) (laughs) See the look? Oh, wow. I'm really surprised that that's the... I was actually thinking about if I'm going to read it. The answer is yes. (laughs) (laughs) When I read that. I'll tell you, I don't even know. That's why if I look stupid for a minute, I was like... He's my friend. Am I going to read this? Yeah, I am. Actually. We're probably not even going to be able to get the thing to a place where it's like an audio option. I'll sit down and read it into my phone. <laughs> so you have an audio copy. All right. All right. If there's one thing we can accomplish is an audio version well, of anything. Yeah, we do have microphones. I will 
will, folks. I will read it as long as it's available in large print, as we discussed earlier. Yes. Make it in large print so, so all of us boomers can read it. Yeah, exactly. So there's that. So, yeah, that's my thing. Published author. End of the year. All right. Can you help me with that? Uh, maybe. Okay. We, I, I can Google. I've been, that's all, I do a lot of that. How do you? (laughs) So the next one, complete 75 hard. This was on my 2023 list. At the end of 2022, I brought my whole team together because I was still in the marketplace. And I said, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go around the room and we're going to each say something we want to accomplish in the coming year. And we're going to put those on a piece of paper and put it in the safe. And then every quarter, we're going to pull it out as a group and we're going to look at it and Pretty good idea, um, but you know it's probably still in the safe. Right. Um, but on my list was complete seventy five hard, and this is going to sound like a huge cop out, and because it actually is. But based upon how the year went last year, I didn't do that. Right. Because quite frankly, it was the last thing on my mind when summer came around, and so I didn't do it. So that that's a fail. I was looking for a home. Yeah, all that kind of yeah. stuff. So. 75 hard is going to be important to me to get done this year. That's done. So for those of you that don't know, Andy Frasilla has a podcast called Real AF, and he created this program. It's not necessarily a challenge. He hates that word, but it's like the ultimate mental mental toughness program. Maybe program is the wrong word, but um, here's what it's kind of like this reset thing that I'm doing, but it's longer and it's got some more stuff. So it's the gallon of water a day. These are things that have to get done every day. If you miss one, you're done. You have to start again at day one. And this goes for 75 days, which would be more up your alley because 31 harder. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Seems like it would be 75 days. That would be hard. Okay. Yes. That's the name. So you got to drink a gallon of water a day. Yep. Uh, you stick with your nutrition plan, but again, you get to set it. So the nutrition plan I have set that I'm doing right now for the Jocko thing would work yep. at 75 hard. Um, you have to read 10 pages of nonfiction a day. So that's kind of part of the Jocko thing too. You have to do two workouts every single day. One of them has to be outside and they can't be back to back. Here's what that means. So I can't go lift weights from seven to seven forty-five, and then run out the door and go for a forty-five minute walk. Right. It has to be later in the day. Why? Well, because it's hard, and you've got to yeah. right. You've got to figure that out. And you need to do a daily underwear picture of your own. <laughs> yes. Yes. So you have to take a picture of yourself in your underwear. Oh, the underwear. Oh, gotcha. Like, You'll be in them. In right. the, yeah. So, like in the same place. He was place. thinking that take maybe there's going to be a result that you're, you're going to want to film underwear, yeah. in your underwear. Yeah. And put them no. <laughs> I just thought you were just going to take a picture of underwear. Now, if you miss, <laughs> if you miss any of these tasks, you're you're done, and you have to start over. So, are you going to do this concurrently? With the 31 or you're no. divided up? Yeah. Right. So my plan is, and I, I wanted to push this off a little bit because I want to do, uh, to finish the Jocko thing. And then, because I thought it'd be a cop out if you're kind of doing them at the same time. It, <laughs> that didn't seem right. Although in hindsight, it's kind of a good idea. Um, <laughs> so my plan is, as I look ahead, and I don't have the dates all planned out yet, but I roughly do. And one of the reasons that I wanted to push it out a little bit till spring was, I want to see if the audience or you guys or anybody else I know that I see on a daily basis is interested in kind of coming along and doing it. 
and we could share results and struggles and victories. And that might be kind of fun. Will we share underwear photos? Yeah. I'll send you mine every day. Or I won't. Which do you prefer? <laughs> He's you really just difficult. Asked for him. <laughs> not so. I, mean, I thought. I don't know. I thought maybe Ali was going to be doing it too. I don't. Not sure. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> you have a beat button, right? I mean, so I haven't seen your hands move. They're going to hear. You're not pushing the beat. That doesn't exist. Okay. Um, My bad. Okay. <laughs> Where was I? Okay. So I was talking about pushing it off. So I want to back my way into it. So my 75th day falls on my sobriety birthday in June. Oh. So I want to finish it on June 16th. So I'm going to. Because you're going to go out and get hammered? Yeah. <laughs> and by that, I mean, I'm going to have like a, the biggest freaking piece of cake in the world. Right. And that's going to have me pretty drunk. And a piece of pizza. I, I'm in. I'll, I'll, sign up. I'll sign up for your dates. I'm committed. I'll be your first committal. Really? Yeah. Dang. Okay. I love it. Good. Right. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm totally in. Uh, so, all right. So I that's I don't get a I don't get a choice. Okay. So that's 75 hard. Okay. All right. So that's that's the next thing on my impossibles. All right, how so, long are the workouts? Um, they need to be 45 minutes. 45 minutes inside, 45 or, minutes outside. Longer if you yeah, want, but, but 45 you, minimum outside yeah, yeah. and 45. Okay, mm-hmm. and, right, and that's where I struggle. Yeah. Right. The, all the other stuff I pretty much do. Uh, yeah. Maybe not the meal plan so much, but. Uh, Right. So for somebody that does what I do, like that's all like uh, the workouts lose out to the prioritization of the the daily improving your knowledge because I have to I'm continually studying. Yeah. And so um, that's going to be that's that's going to be a swap for us the whole time. 75 art. Oh, yeah. Oh, there it is. Been excited about it. Oh, yeah. And he has a new book out as well that. I need to back up. 76 hard. It's not. But what it does is, so, so this program, now this, I feel like this whole show is going to be, be 74 hard yeah. for people who don't have time to do 75. Yeah. This, yeah. this show is basically going to be a long plug for his program and show apparently. But so this 75 days is the start of what is called the live hard program. And it's kind of like never ending. Okay. Um, and he, I know this so well, this is almost, I'm such a kind of a super fan, is on his episode 208 of his podcast, he lays all this stuff out for free. So his whole thing is, you don't need to buy my books. It's free. It's on the podcast. You don't need to spend a dime. It'd be cool if you want to. So that's a good sales pitch. So I bought the book. (laughs) Um, And he's got a new book out that has the 75 hard program laid out, just like that book does, plus continues on to what you do after that. And because it's not in, we joke, but it's not about on day 76, you're eating cake and pizza. No, yeah. Um, But uh, so that's that's a big thing for me for, for this year. The next one. So I told Bruce this months ago. And so I'm following through on this and throwing this out there into the, uh, the podcast world is I made a determination. I'm going to figure out how to become a guest on what is kind of my favorite podcast. Priscilla's is, I I love that, but I think my favorite podcast, if I had to narrow it down to one is by a dude that's done it for a few years named Greg Anderson. He's got a show called Endless Endeavor. Greg's story is he was a Seattle cop um, when COVID popped off and he did a video in his squad car and talked about, look, I'm not going to be one of these cops that goes in and shuts people's businesses down and I'm not doing it. And that kind of went viral. And then he ended up getting fired for it 
and people picked up on his story and he got on a couple podcasts and now he's kind of in the loop with, you know, Rogan and Andy Stumpf and, and, and Priscilla. He's been, yeah. And so they're buddies. And so I love this guy's podcast. It's, he's, he's a neat dude. Um, and so I thought I'm going to be on his show in 2024. Well, Greg, if you're watching. So <laughs> you laugh. I can definitely vouch. <laughs> Hold on. So I've been reaching out to this guy. Okay. Um, and I actually reached out to him when I was kind of going through this stuff last year with leaving the businesses and stuff. Really? Because he kind of, he's got this uh, kind of fuck them attitude. You beep that out no. um, of, you know, not bending a knee or not doing it. And so he, he inspired me a lot. So I sent him an email. I'm like, Hey, this is what I'm kind of going through. And this is what I was faced with. And so he gets right back with me. And, um, so I thought that was kind of cool. Good dude. And then I've sent him a few emails in the, in the last couple of months and just kind of like, Hey, you know, I'm starting this show and, and I attached the, e the other email. So he kind of remembers, do you remember this thing? And, and so he's just a dude. Um, yeah. I don't hear from the guy, you know, that's fine. He's busy dude. All of a sudden I get an email um, you know, a month ago or so. And Hey, I, he says, I had this surgery and I've been kind of laid up and going through some emails and stuff now. And, you know, good on you. And I flat out said, Hey, you know, I want to come on your show and this and that. And, and he's like, okay, that sounds good. He goes, I'll tell you what, I will make you this deal. The key to podcasting is consistency. He says, after you've done it for your 52nd show, 52 weeks, when you've done a year, if you can foot the bill and come out to Seattle, we'll hook up at my jujitsu Academy. That's where the studio is. He says, I will a hundred percent have you on the show. Wow. I said, wow. all right, I'm going to hold you to it. Uh, he says, I'm excited to see where the show goes. He says, I'm going to give it a listen when I can. I'm going to yeah. go on this guy's show. Right. Why is that a big deal to me? Because it seems pretty freaking impossible. I wouldn't have thought three years ago when I'm listening to this guy, he's kind of inspiring me and mm -hmm. motivating me that, you know, I'm going to have a podcast and I'm going to go on this dude's show. Yeah. And my mindset is that guy's inspired me. And he's done that for a lot of other people. That, that's why we're sitting here in front of these mics. Yeah. That's, that's the purpose of this thing. He's not sitting out there, you know, getting mega rich from this. Right. I'm sure, he's got a pretty good life. But the idea is this guy's changed the trajectory of some other folks' lives. And that's what we should be trying to do. And he's having a lot of fun with it. So those he's are freaking hilarious. He's, yeah. This dude says some stuff no. that, I mean, you're like, oh my goodness, how is he not shot or canceled? <laughs> <laughs> and I just love it. Yeah. I share some stuff with Bruce and I'm like, hey, I don't know how you're going to feel about this, yeah. but he says some stuff and uh, I'm just all about it. I just, so check him out. Endless Endeavor, Greg Anderson, dude's incredible. We're going to get to that place. One of the other things I should have put on here this year is where we can have real stuff. We're going to have links and people can click and go and, and we're going to do all that. It's going to be like, you know, uh -huh. they're going to be in blue. Yeah. Yeah. And we're racing against time. <clears throat> Look at that. The goal is to hopefully have, uh, we'll get have, there. have that done by the end of the year. We'll get there. So end of the year. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So. Those oh. are my impossibles. <laughs> it's true. It is January 9th, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So, I, think, I think you meant... You think, we can, get, you think we can get to it in the first of the quarter? Yeah. How about the end of the quarter, buddy? These must be some of Bruce's targets he hasn't <clears throat> let yeah. us know yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so those are my impossibles, um, some of them. And I'm curious to know what the audience's impossibles are. So one of the, the calls to action is share what those might be. Maybe hashtag impossible, put it on the comments to this show on the YouTube, but I, I want to know what those are. 
it's important to throw those things out there to somebody. Yeah. Put them out there in the universe and then tell people it's okay to ask you about them. I agree. And I'm going to go back and listen to this show once in a while or keep the notes maybe pinned up in my office so I can have my list and be like, how am I coming on it? Because these things aren't just going to happen. You're not just going to wake up one day and be like, oh, shoot. It turns out I did 75 hard. No. I mean, I promise you, Anderson's not going to throughout the year be following up with me saying, hey, make sure you're still doing those shows because I need to have you on. Right. No, this is going to be me wearing him out. (laughs) Yep. Right? Yep. And you know what? He's a pretty cool cat. And he's probably one of those that's like, yeah, I kind of like this guy wearing me out. Yep. <laughs> it's a little much, but <laughs> buckle up, Greg. <laughs> so an all-out life for me also means training and equipping the audience to try to go next level in all, in all areas. That's why we talked about the drafting the impossibles list. You got to speak it and share it. I think part of the 2024 platform is we want to have instruction tools challenges, a level of accountability. And hopefully I hate this word. I, I went through the thesaurus on the computer. To, I got to come up with a better word community. I, yeah. I just, I hate the word community. You do. I do. There's too many Such freaking a great communities. Show. I love the show. There's too many communities and you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't make me throw out all the letters yeah. and say some things that Bruce is going to just hate. <laughs> I don't like all the communities. <laughs> all right. But we want to we want to build a community that that can help us uh, maybe change the lives of what I call the willing. What I want to catch up on is you said you hate the word community. I do. You visited a thesaurus to find other words to use in place of community. It's the best and, word. <laughs> it's the best word. I, I thought no, that was, I thought that the, was the best end. word. I thought it was. I just checked. What about clan? <clears throat> so I'm not saying that. On the show. <laughs> I are screwed up enough as I was back reviewing some past shows and I made a, the mistake of saying Bruce lives on a plantation. <laughs> so when I read back and re-listened, I went, oof. <laughs> he does not. <laughs> um, but anyway, so the willing. I like the term the willing and I got to thinking, you know, people that aren't willing, they're not going to like me. Right. Bruce said something the other day, yesterday we were hanging out and Bruce says to me, I don't know if you, how you exactly put it, but I, you said something to the effect of, I think it was yesterday, something to the effect of, yeah, there's no middle with you. <laughs> he, says, he says, people really just like you, dude. <laughs> oh, really yeah, like yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> so I thought, thanks. Yeah. Then he had that look about him I as he's driving where he's kind of like, I just got a shot in. Got one, got <laughs> I just punched this one. guy and he didn't even know what happened. <laughs> yep. but, and I thought, okay, I'll take that because it is true. And I, I, as I reflect on my history, that seems true. So I think people that are willing, I call them the willing, meaning they want better and different and they want to change and improve no matter where they're at. The willing, I think, are going to be kind of down with what I'm doing. Oh, yeah. The yeah. non-willing, probably, who's this guy think he is? Quite honestly, that's not who we're trying to talk to anyway. Yeah, it is. Yeah. If you're not willing, please turn off. (laughs) Joke, do not turn off. (laughs) In fact, please like, subscribe. (laughs) (laughs) Show a friend. We're here every Tuesday. Show an unwilling friend also. That's right. Um, All right. So touch on this real quick. Biggest downfall to a person's success and happiness and doing impossibles are distractions. Agreed? 
What's going to keep us from, what's going to keep me specifically from doing the things that I just laid out for you, being distracted. Life is, I mean, there's real distractions aren't, those are all made up. No, no, they happen. I was pretty distracted last year. Same. Right. That whole, you got to get out of your house. Yeah. It's a distraction. Yeah. Right. That whole, you better come up with seven figures to give this chick soon. Yeah. That can distract you. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Give me a pen and a calculator and Here let's we get go. done with this distraction. Yep. <laughs> See you never. Yep. <laughs> but there's distractions. <laughs> um, what are other distractions? Give me a distraction, Mike. See if it's on my list. Um, family. Can a family be a distraction? Well... I guess. Is it anything you want to unpack? Relationships. <laughs> so Mike's having problems, I have with, his problems with all of you and his relationships. Whereas I'm I had... disappointed by all of you. <laughs> anything else? Let's, see. Let's go to you. Relationships. Relationships. Not no. on there. But you're right. Boy, yeah. are they? Yeah. It seems like a not so much for me. Right. Right. Because you know the bliss. You've seen it. I have. Yeah. You've seen movies. It. Yes. Go. What else? Uh, you got to find shoot. one on the list. Work. Yep. Coworkers. Yep. Distractions. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. Fear. I'm fear. Sure. People. Sick of people. Yes. Pushing you around. Scrolling. Scrolling for sure. That's a distraction. Oof. The worst distraction. Possibly. I was just looking at my list and I forgot to like start another little section here. So in the mix of of the list of distractions are the two words Mike and Bruce. Because <laughs> I have this sentence I wanted to ask. And I thought, what? I read that. I'm like, what was I thinking? Was like, well, we're definitely holding me back. Just get rid of that. <laughs> oh my God. The three people at this table are yeah, definitely yeah, distractions. Why is Mike's name next to porn? <laughs> but for some folks, know. it's a distraction. I would say so. Right? It is. Booze, distraction. Oh, yeah. Time suck. Sex, drug, rock and roll. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, probably could be a distraction. Yeah. Drugs, yes. Yeah. Uh, Netflix. I put processed foods as a distraction because <laughs> it, it takes up space in my head. Because I'll be sitting there thinking. Well, Debbie. And so in the living situation I find myself in, you know, there's a little person. There's junk food. Oh. And I know where it's at in the pantry. Yeah. So I'll be sitting there thinking, that's the problem. See, it's a distraction. Mom's with kids. So I don't have that necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do. We, I literally have. <clears throat> yes, you have moms with I kids. I also have a mom that lives next, but loves to cook cookies. Yeah. My own mother. Oh, yeah. All right. Mom, stop with the cookies. And a mother-in-law. Yeah. And... Yeah, they couldn't cook cookies I don't like. Right. So my former mother-in-law, wonderful lady, by the way, mm-hmm. love her to death. These are great people. Speaking of mother-in-law, mother-in-law <laughs> who bakes, she had her own cookie or cook bakery, I guess yep. it's called. Um, that's <laughs> what she did. For, cookery. Cookery yes, with she had baking. A cookery. Yeah, that's yep. what she called it. Absolute <laughs> best it, carrot cake you've ever had in so your life. Good. Yeah. yeah, so good. So this past birthday... I'm so freaking narcissistic and arrogant. I'm thinking to myself, gets to be like the day before my birthday, and I'm like, I wonder if I missed something here. I look at my phone. Gotten with me about my carrot cake. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. And I was like, what's her problem? What do I do to her? Yeah. 
right? I've been divorced six months, but it's my, this is every year I get a carrot cake. Does she text? She does text. Did you text her? No. I would have. I actually, I had t- started the typing thing. I would have. I did this. I was like, I would have definitely been like, you know, I know she would have made I know, it. I know, I know we're divorced now, but will I still be getting the carrot cake? She would have been all so over I would just it. say, I look forward to it every year. Will I still be getting the carrot cake? Frosting. I will, however, make sure. <laughs> you might like it better than you. It's so good. Dude. It's so good. I'm going to make sure that I send this <laughs> episode to her. <laughs> yeah. Because we're all going to try and carry cake what? at the end. Yeah. Well, I can't this month. So in that window between the end of January and when we start 75 hard, we're going to get a carrot cake from Karen. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna be, that, put yeah. that on the impossible yeah. list. January get cake from yeah, former yeah, mother-in-law. February 1st, please. It's not, not That's right. in January. <laughs> oh, boy. And then you will share the passion for Kara well, King. Yeah, we do. Well, I'm sure you already had a had a title episode, episode title, but now where's my effing cake is the new title. <laughs> <laughs> it can just be where's my cake. Get, no, it out. can't. Where's my cake? Let me get this down. Where is my effing cake? <laughs> Got it. Karen. <laughs> and her name's really Karen. I mean, I'm not, you know, people yeah, yeah. make fun of what that name. kind of a Karen didn't give me cake just yeah. because of the divorce? All right, moving on. Next. Uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about risk. I don't even know why, um, but I thought an all-out life should involve risk and led me to think about, have we gotten to a place, because we're boomers now, is that... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can hate that. Yeah, well, so so funny. are we at great. a stage of life where we're more risk adverse? And is that good, oh, bad? Should we be taking more risks in 2024? Well, I've been thinking about since the the start lyrics of Slipknot, maybe we should go to a concert. Corey Taylor unmasked. So, yeah, he's coming in. Is it February or April? Or Yeah, I'll certainly go to that. Uh-huh. Um Seems like a risk. I mean, I, there'll be a lot of young kids there. There won't. They'll call. There won't. Yeah, it's all be our age. Age. Yeah. Yeah. Slipknot's fan base is us. Corey just turned fifty. Yeah. I know, but I. What in my head? It doesn't. See, I don't. Okay, perfect. No, I'm it's not, like when we went to Bon Jovi. I yeah. Remember that? It was in '96. <laughs> when did we? You know, Remember man. when we went to Bon Jovi? Oh yeah. And so that was in 2005. Here's how I know that year. So I just got my kind of first nice house. Remember? Yeah. You remember? Yep. You built it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, yep. And I was just starting to make a little money. You were there, Mike. My right. wife was calling you about yeah. Yeah. covered exactly. sixteenth inch out of a line. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is a millimeter out of alignment. Yeah, right. I hate the country. <laughs> America or rural areas? What's your problem? <laughs> Should have been a red flag. <laughs> so I remember I was just starting to make a little real money, right? Yep. Yep. Just in time to be house poor. Yep. And I thought, you know. Bon Jovi's coming. I love Bon Jovi. And and uh, this is when he could still sing yep. um, for the most part. And so I was all excited. I'm going to take Mike. And we had some freaking banging seats, yep. didn't we? Yeah. And I got to pay for something for Mike. Oh, so that cool. was kind of a big deal. And <laughs> turns out that has caught on. <laughs> we, we pull up so he buys these great seats, looks forward to it the whole time. We get to the parking garage and he sees the people walking in and he goes, I want to just skip this? <laughs> I did too. too. Yeah. So I I'm used. Like, I think we have to go. But the 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 memory that I have is I'm going to see Bon Jovi, who the last time I saw I was 20. Yeah. 
And I remember all of the young girls dancing and, you know, the big hair and everything. We pull up to the concert, and I'm expecting to see all the young girls. But Mm -hmm. actually, what I saw was the same girls. No, it was the same girls. 30 years later, with the big hair, with the Bon Jovi shirt, and now they happen to be 45 to 55. That's what I'm thinking about. So the, the, in my head, no. it's 19 year old out there smashing. It is. I just said that. Okay. I want All you right. to be surprised. <laughs> okay. <laughs> will we? So, so back to so to so me that would be a challenge. Will we mosh? Are we physically capable of moshing? Yes, and we will be more physically capable when that show day comes. All right. Yeah, so we will for sure do that. And it's going to be a good venue too. You, you'll love it. So, this is how much I want you to look I'm forward to. I'm going to knock this. people down. That's it then. I mean, yes. I get sued. Will the kids today, will they sue over this now? Punitive damages? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Lawyer. Do you have, I mean, what do you have? What are they going to take from you? I got some stuff. Yeah, you can make want. more. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. So remember I told you so fear, now is, now fear is a distraction. Now, if this show is popular and there are young kids watching it who hate us, they're planning now that should go to the show and sue us. Yes. There they are. Yeah. Record. I'm going to go over by that guy. He's going to push you know, me down. Funny. Record it. Here, this is so funny. For 20 years of my life, every other month, I've gotten some sort of phone call or text or something from somebody that's pissed off and hates me that says, <laughs> if I ever find you out, I spend 80 hours a week in the same building. Right. <laughs> right. You better hope I never find you. What am I freaking hiding? I got that call one time from a guy who lived on my same road. <laughs> Yeah, he, he I better tell, never he's see telling you. me on the phone. What? Yeah, he's telling me all this stuff on the phone, and 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 I had wronged him, so I was taking it. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, yeah. Man, you're right, yeah. you're right, man, you're right. I'm I, no excuse. I'm sorry. And then he gets to the part of violence. And if I ever see you, I'm telling you, wait a minute. Yeah. I'm going to be home in 20 <laughs> minutes, and you live on my driveway. Right. <laughs> so now the part that yeah, you're going to see me. It's going to take me longer to open my yeah, garage door yeah. and start my truck than it is for me yeah. to sprint down to your house, right. Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> the guy's name's Kevin? Not mine. No, no, not mine. It is. <laughs> not mine either. Jim likes to make up names. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> now, here's now they'll put, I am not going to name Here's what else is funny. Is I have no idea who this is or what this guy's name is, right. but since that came to my mind, yeah. I now am, I, I associate that with how I feel right now here in your story yeah. and how much I want to hurt Kevin. <laughs> so, so the next time someone says, hey, Jim, this is my cousin Kevin, I'll be like, oh, oh so you're the one. Oh, there you are, you <laughs> Still living by Mike? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You slid by Mike, It's huh? not a good day for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who are you? Yeah. You're lucky. What's he, over there? <laughs> you're lucky he didn't just get out of his truck and beat you to death, Kevin. <laughs> Jim's had a he rough year. He nice. And then you decided yeah. to push too far, yeah. Kevin. He's not usually like this. <laughs> All right, so risks are kind of a big thing. I don't know why. Uh, maybe when I was writing this, it seemed like a bigger deal, but we do have to take risks. Okay. And that has to be even kind of financially. I mean, scared money don't make money. You got to take risks. You can't park money where it's making 5%. And I was in Haiti and I didn't have a condom. <laughs> yes. So that's a different level of risk. Let's unpack that. Bad idea. Yeah. Bad idea. Yeah. Well, he's an ex-free base addict trying to get his life back on track. Needed a place to stay. <laughs> so, bad idea.
Remember when Saturday Night Live used to? Yeah, be Saturday Night Live do, used to man. be cool. Yeah. yeah, is that you that sent me that clip of that? Um, yeah, the that law Grayson firm. Yeah, Morgan yeah, thing. the law firm. I was trying to think of the name of that this morning. It was a financial we're... advisor firm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and I thought of it earlier when you said about putting the list in the safe. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good call, man. <laughs> We've lost everybody that's listening to this, by the way. Right. <laughs> so when we look at the metrics, it'll be this is where they tuned out. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're going to get back on track, I promise. So the next part of the show, I wanted to ask a bunch of questions. So it's always a little awkward because I'm going to ask a lot of questions to the audience, and they're not really here to say anything. Right. <laughs> but you can pipe up if you want, okay. right. but maybe they're kind of, I don't mean them to be rhetorical, but hopefully they're a little bit of thought. Maybe the audience gives a little bit of thought. So I got a bunch of this whole section's questions, and I'm just going to breeze through them. If you want to jump in, say something. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Do you want to take your life to the next level? Yes. Is it finally time to stop with excuses? Are you going to merely set resolutions and have no plan to make long-term life change? Is 2024 the year you become the person your family looks up to? And this one's, I'm going to say it anyway. Another podcast I'm going to recommend on the show is by a guy named Bedros Koulian. You ever heard of this cat? He has a company. One of his companies is called uh, Few Will Hunt. Will, will Hunt. Few Will Hunt. Is the gist of it is everybody wants to eat. Few Will Hunt. Okay. He's got some other things too. Um, he's got a great podcast. It's called The Bedros Koulian Show. B-E-D-R-U-S-R-O-S. Bedros. Something like that. And I, I took this term from him. So my question is, is 2024 the year you get fed up with having floppy gelatinous man boobs? And not being comfortable wearing a t-shirt. That's his term. Yeah. And I thought, yeah, let's put that on there. Are you ready to get really awkwardly uncomfortable, fellas? Is this the year you get healthy and athletic so you can better satisfy your significant other sexually? Something people don't talk about. No. You're 200 pounds overweight and you can't see your junk over your gut. You are not living up to your calling as a man in that aspect of your life. And it is a big freaking deal. This can be the year to change that. Is it finally time to get your marriage or relationship optimized instead of good enough? Are you both going to be honest enough to answer this the, in truth? Have you ever had seasons in your marriages where it's been, you know, it's, it's good enough and I don't want to rock the boat. I don't want to, man, it doesn't suck. It's been worse than this. This is pretty good. And then you wake up and you find yourself, you've been on good enough for way too long of a stretch. Ever? How would your wife answer that? Oh, I'm sure. Because yeah. you're human? <laughs> what a, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think, yeah, I think his wife would the other, say she hates him sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but we, I agree with that. I, 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 <laughs> I think she hates him sometimes. She seems pretty yeah, intelligent, I, right? I've, I've thought about murdering him, obviously. <laughs> right. The point that I'm making, though, the, the point I'm making is we get too comfortable. He may have reached out to some of his friends for help. <laughs> the standard becomes then, you is it good enough? You have an excavator? Enough? Right? The standard becomes, is it good enough? Right. We, we got to quit with that standard. We got to be willing to make ourselves get out of the standard of good enough. Are you ready to get your finances in line, less in debt, rein in frivolous spending and plan for your future? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's a big deal, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Does that just happen? You wake up one day and like, oh, this is my money. 
plays a lot better now. Not unless you no. have a windfall. That yeah. is this a year you decide decide to start a side hustle? Maybe even reevaluate the exchange you find yourself in at your job and leave it all together and start something on your own. So I use the term exchange there. I don't even think you and I've discussed this. Um, I'm going to talk about that maybe in an entire episode about the exchange. What I call the exchange is what we choose to give to our employer in exchange for money and how that exchange, if we evaluate the one that most folks find themselves in, it keeps them exactly where they are with zero advancement. So year after year, hey, I made $10,000 more this year than I made last year. Oh, great. You've worked 50% of your awake hours. You're in worse physical condition. You live in the same house. You have no more money in the bank. What's really advanced in your life for the exchange that you've agreed to make for all of that time? And we need to, we need to reevaluate those exchanges. And we're going to do that on the show. Is this the year and season of life where you have a disciplined morning routine? That's a big deal. Morning routine kept me, I was going to say sane last year, and I will take it further than that. It kept me alive. Yeah. Uh, seems pretty dramatic. I'm not going to sit here and go into all the dark little recesses of what I lived in and how I thought. I will tell you my morning routine and my devotional time and my prayer time and scripture reading and things kept me alive last year. That's how important morning routine can be. Speaking of that, is this the year that you begin exploring your spirituality, big picture stuff like, you know, what's, what's life about? Um, what's my purpose? Is God real? What would my life look like if I wanted to seek out Jesus? What if I wanted to walk into a church? What would my family's life look like? What would they think of that? And I think one of the things we're going to do this year is help people with those questions. How about knowing the difference between strategic and tactical tasks and how they each impact your overall mission? That's really something people aren't just going to be, oh yeah, I have a pretty good grasp of that. I've studied that stuff pretty exhaustively. That's life-changing for me. Knowing big picture things and where they fit in because we get in the task mode. What happens is, the big picture things are going to impact us in larger ways, but they take longer time to see results and they're going to better our lives. We push that stuff to the back burner so we can do our tactical tasks that day. I have seven things I need to get done for my job. So at the end of the day, congratulations, you've done all seven of them. And then say you do that for five days. Now you've done 35 of those tactical things. And at the end of day five on Friday night, your life is no further ahead than it was on Monday morning because you've put no time in on the important things. Then you become even more disenfranchised with your career choices. This is getting me nowhere. <clears throat> what am I doing this for? So we're going to talk more in depth about that stuff because I think it's important. Maybe there's folks listening that don't know where to start and they are a freaking mess in everything. They look in the mirror, they hate what they see. They are divorced they're or they're in a bad relationship and they're at problems with their kids and they're addicted and they're drunk and they did Man, there's, there's people out there, a, a ton of them in that mode. And I think we are serious about helping them get started, organized and focused and just do one, the next right thing. Let's give people that are in that mode the opportunity to, to know what the next right thing is to do. I'm going to repeat the lyrics. 
Okay. Okay. We'll break them down a little bit and then we'll finish up. First line's great, especially for us. Old does not mean dead. New does not mean best. That speaks to me. No hard feelings. I'm tired of being right about everything I've said. I basically just people aren't tired of being right. They're sick of people not hearing the message and, and changing. Right? Yep. People like to be right. But <clears throat> oh, it's yeah. frustrating when you're right and you're like, why? Everything okay. we're talking about today, none of this is groundbreaking. You can find a hundred other podcasts that are going to say the same stuff with different words. <laughs> and why are the masses just trudging through? What were you going to say? Sorry. A lot, of, a lot of times people will ask for your input and then you give them good advice and they know it's good advice and then they come back with the same problem over and over and over and it's like <clears throat> you haven't done one thing to change this. I'm giving you the good the good advice yeah. and you agree it's good but you don't implement it. And, yeah. So that's what he's, I think, you know, yeah. he's tired of being right about everything. Yours does not mean mine. Kill does not mean die. We are not your kind. That line to me stands out that we are not your kind stuff because I think that about, well, it, let's go back to, boy, people either hate you, Jim, or really like <laughs> you. Okay, You know why? Because most people aren't my kind. Mm-hmm. We're not the same. I'm wired different. That They're not my kind. Yep. Yours does not mean mine. That's That means, hey, I'm freaking different than you. Mm-hmm. Yep. I challenge you to all out life. Another good line. We're gathered here today to get it right. So I will not celebrate mediocrity. Do we live in a society that celebrates mediocrity? Absolutely. Go back to the episode where we talk about the fat chick on the women's health magazine. (laughs) Celebrate mediocrity. I will not worship empty shells. Here's what it means to me. Social media, people that are, that are, that are just worshipped. The Kardashians, I got nothing against these people, but they're worshipped. Why? Why are we worshipping other people? Especially people that have accomplished nothing. Yeah, they're rich. I get it. I will not listen to worthless noises. We need to be careful what we're putting in our brains. I will not subject myself to selected, predictable choices. So get out of the box that society's trying to, to cram you into. You got to have the job and the house and the wife and the picket fence and the kids and the, the, the predictable choices. There's where risk comes in. Let's stop making selected, predictable choices. Selected to me means chosen by other people. My time, my attention, my quality should not be bought and sold for convenience's sake ever. Comfort. We're trading all of those things for comfort. Comfort is the hardest addiction to kick. It's going to be another episode in 2024. We're going to talk about comfort and why it's more debilitating than heroin. We are not your kind. I challenge you to all out life. I get it. Anything to add? Nope. No. Good. Thanks for being here.